Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. Happy New Year's Eve. If you guys hear some booms in the background, it's fireworks <laughs> starting early. Um, yeah, I don't know why we start so early these days, but it's okay. It's probably, the, it's the new year in Australia. I've learned that because they're eight hours ahead of us. So it's new year somewhere. So happy new year, wherever you're listening from. However, I'm going to try to keep this short and I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I was so bad with my New Year's resolution of being more consistent with this podcast, but I prepped for this one and it's going to be good, I promise you. But I also have to be on a flight in like eight hours, so we're going to rapid fire it off, keep it right to the point. I have six lessons from this entire crazy, good, awful, I don't even know how to describe it year and that's gonna be it but we're gonna leave it on a high wave you know I love my waves (laughs) some of my new business partners I'm like yeah the high wave they're like what does that mean (laughs) and now they're using it so waves are good but anyways before we get into it a word from our amazing sponsor bet online Basketball is back and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So what are you going to do? Sam, what should I do? You're going to head to betonline.ag and join to receive your 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, and that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline where the game starts. Okay, here we go. So I was reflecting the last, I'd say, two months. So November and December, reflecting, reflecting, reflecting. If I'm in a completely different place in my life, career, you name it, than last year, in a good way, in a good way. But it's like, insane for all my young people listening i know and you're like old people say the time goes by so fast it totally goes by so fast so i have become one of those old people that says the time goes by fast and i'm okay with it and i'm having white hairs that i'm pulling out that was not even good english but it's okay we're just gonna roll with it and i'm not even gonna edit this show too much so here y'all have it a new year's eve special okay So I sat down and wanted to put five lessons from this year, but it actually ends up being six. So the the six is something that I've lived by. So we can call it five, five and a half, whatever, whatever, six. So 
let's just start because each one has a lesson and I was kind of going through January to now and this is what I came up with. So number one, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. (laughs) We've all kind of heard that before, right? We've all heard it before. We've heard that cliche, that saying, oh, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. I went through it. I went through that in the sense of feeling like, okay, everything was aligning with my draft class last year. No names are going to be discussed, nothing of that sort. I just want to give examples of things that will add to this. And hopefully this will resonate with somebody and you can take this outside of the sports world into maybe your personal life because the same thing falls in that range too. I don't know too much about that because I really don't have a personal life at this point in time. I'm going to work on that in 2023. But if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. With me, things were pretty smooth. And that was refreshing for somebody who's had a rocky, you know, ups and downs, the waves of life and as well as COVID. Being an agent during COVID or working in sports during COVID was crazy. We didn't know if we were going to have jobs. We didn't really know what was going to happen. So now that we kind of passed it and navigating through the NIL space for year one, taking on a couple clients, trusting in people that... Just trusting, trusting without really having that foundation to trust. That's something that I've struggled with and I haven't found a happy medium until I think now. I think I'm in a good place now. I really feel like I am. So what do I mean by that? Well, somebody comes, you help them out, you represent a player that you really trust that person And you do it with them, even though, you know, just you trust in them that what they're saying is actually what it is. And then something just doesn't add up, but you don't have that foundation to know if that person is somebody that you should have put that trust in. Something to learn, right? It's okay. This sounds great. It's it is great. It's all shiny. You know, it's glittery. Is it gold or is it fake? Is it what is it? And I learned that in a really wild way because abruptly I learned that that was not exactly what it was at all. It was too good to be true. And unfortunately, it declined and it kind of leads me into the next one, which I learned in like the February, March-ish time frame. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. For your own sanity. Seriously, trust your gut. Like if your gut is telling you that something is not right, or that something's going to happen, if you're like me, and if you're a sports agent that was is independent or doesn't even matter, independent with a large agency, trust your gut and ask questions. Don't be afraid. Don't 
think, okay, I'm overthinking this, or I'm a woman, I must be too emotional, or I'm a guy, I shouldn't ask that question because that's going to make me emotional. That's the shit we deal with these days, and it sucks. I wish we could just get to a point of, well, this is how I'm feeling. Uh, If I'm well-rested, or at least decently rested, let me just ask. Let me ask what's up. But if you're a sports agent, or you work in sports, or maybe in other industries, I don't know, I speak on sports because that's what I know, And I can even speak because I've dealt with this now with clients, with teams. You have to kind of, not kind of, I take that back. You you think of what you're going to say, right? For those exact reasons. And you don't know the right answer. Do I ask? Do I withhold? Do I just wait it out and see what happens? It sucks. I learned. I definitely learned. And I will tell you. My gut was a hundred percent right. That leads me into number three. If you really have to talk yourself into something or someone that it's right for you, if you're really feeling like this ain't it or this isn't it or that's not it or I don't want to do that or this person doesn't align with me, That should be a non-negotiable. Let me say that again. If you have to talk yourself into it, it should be a non-negotiable because you shouldn't have to talk yourself into things, period. I'm talking about business, but it's personal life too, right? There's so many parallels between when you work with people. I always say that. I'm like, Until we become robots, there's going to be a personal side of this. There really is. And I've been called robotic at times, and that's wild. Because if you actually do get to know me, you know I'm the farthest from it. But I've had to learn. However, what do I mean by this? My gut was telling me, this is just not it. Like, this is not it. And... I put myself in a place that I got pretty far in a situation with a player and it just wasn't the right fit for both of us. I don't think he really liked me. I thought he did. I don't know. Maybe I was just trying to make everything perfect or I don't know. I just, you get to a point where you say, okay, There are so many people in this world, right? We're not all going to like each other. We're not all going to be friends, right? You know, if anybody's worked in a setting um, with, you know, more than two or three people that aren't your selected friends, even that, even at that point in time, you're not always going to align with people. And sometimes you think you do and then things come up and it changes. But when you have to talk yourself into things... It's tough, especially when this business is built on the future. And that's what I always want. I want to see the future because that's what I've had with clients, whether it's been players that I've represented towards their end of their career for marketing and help them with 
post NFL career businesses or nonprofits. That's just that's what I look at. So when you're in the early stages of something and you see that something is not working, it's a wild feeling. In a particular situation, early this 2022 draft cycle, I called somebody that I look up to, I respect the hell out of. I guess you could call him. I think he's a friend now more than a mentor because, I don't know, he's my guy and I respect the hell out of him. But I called him and he basically was like, do I have to call this player? And I said, no, 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 absolutely not. (laughs) No, no, I appreciate it, but I got it. And he told me, he's like, I've been doing this for X amount of years a solid four or five on me and he said in this particular year he was like i got it wrong with a particular prospect that we're repping he goes not that they're a bad person but maybe it's just not the right fit and i'll never forget that because it's will always stick with me in this business and just in life in general because it's okay to say this is not for me whether that's with a client in business a partner in a relationship a situation a job if you have to talk yourself into something too much it's not it it's just not and if i've learned anything this year is life is so precious it's so short we need to be happy and we shouldn't just be stressing all the freaking time because Botox is expensive and if we want to look young and fresh, don't stress. Don't roll your eyes either because that's why you get frown lines on your forehead. Takes one to know one. <laughs> Sorry, I had to lighten the mood a little bit. Okay, <clears throat> number four. All right, number four is... No matter how many years you have in your NFL agent career, or I'll use even a player, because I've gone through this too. No matter how many years you have, the, the I'm not interested, the I'm going in a different direction, the you're too old, you're too this, you're not that, you're whatever... It's always going to suck when you genuinely care and are invested in that person, that organization, that job. I heard a couple agents say this over the years, and this is just my opinion, let's just say that. It gets easier. It doesn't really, you don't feel it anymore. And I can agree with that You in a certain sense. You feel different. You don't... My first year, I went head-to-head with a very, very big-time agent, and I lost out. And you know what? I was kind of happy. I said, you know what? Okay. I went head-to-head in my first year against such-and-such, and that's okay. And then we had, you know, the years of COVID. Now, no. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It, and what makes it even harder is when you actually have a really 
good relationship with that prospect and it's something that you're like okay I don't I don't know they're they're wishing me happy birthday they're wanting to still keep in contact because if they or they tell you they didn't really want to tell you because of how much they genuinely valued you and it stings. Do you cry? No. No. I mean, it just stings. It stings because, right, it's still personal. It's really hard to take that out of it when you've put yourself out there. And I think that that's something that we don't talk about enough in the sports agent world. Even though we work for agencies, I was independent for almost five years. I'm not anymore, but I'm still Sam Tiger. That is what I am. When I go somewhere, I'm known as Sam Tiger, the agent that works for PSM. Now, But more than, like, I've been always Sam Tiger. That's how I developed my name. And I also want to say that when the players sign paperwork with an NFL agent, they sign with their name. The NFLPA, our union, that document is names. It is not agencies. Yes, we have our addendums, we have our additional contracts, we have this, we have that, but it's a name. It's a fillable contract, and it is your name. So when I think about the agents that I've looked up to, Kelly Masters, Kelly Masters, <laughs> other friends that have been successful in this business. When you think about Drew Rosenhaus, Nicole Lynn, Alexa Stabler, Lee Steinberg, Tom Condon, their names are on those documents. It's not the agency. Of course, there are documents with the agency, but that is you as a person you are a person not an agency so to me it's always gonna sting because it's always gonna have that personal aspect to it so when a prospect says they're going in a different direction and you've put so much of yourself into recruiting them and wanting them to come sign with the agency that you're with or whether it's your own agency or whatever the hell it is it's always going to sting. I wish I could say that it gets easier and it, it stings less. It stings different. That's what it is. It stings different. And I'm mentoring a couple agents and they came to me and said that they got that. And I think they used the word sting or they said it was a bad day. And I said, yeah. It definitely always is. It's not fun, but it's okay. And continue to build off of it because you were there, especially at this time of the year. 
if you get that in uh, September, maybe we need to like revamp everything. But you're in damn near January, mid-December. Use it. Use it. Use it to fuel the future. But it's still, it'll sting and it's going to change. That sting feels different. (laughs) It's going to feel different to each person. And yeah, that's all I have to say on that one. All right. Number five. Number five. Stand up for yourself. It can be really hard. Really hard at times. Because you might be put in a place that you feel like, okay, I should be happy with this. But if you have a but, you should talk about it. And if you're in a male-dominated industry... I always think of myself as equal. I really do. I never want to be that person that says, oh, women are this or that in the industry. I just never have experienced that too much for it to be something that I, it bothered me. I'll keep it 100 with that. It really hasn't bothered me. But there are times that now I say, okay, what the hell? What the hell? I need to I need to say something so it's known. Because if I don't, it'll continue. Robin Arzon, one of my favorite Peloton instructors, said this quote years and years ago. She said, what you allow will continue. Right? Like, what we allow will continue because... Maybe somebody doesn't know. And maybe you just have to let them know. And at that point, it's it's off of you. It's on them. How are they going to handle it once you say how you're feeling or what it is? But if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Or you're going to be put in a place where somebody else is going to stand up for something or themselves. And... You're going to be pushed off. So being bold is huge. Being bold can be hard. It definitely can. And it's going to mean something different to everybody. I think I'm looked at so <laughs> looked at as somebody that wears bold clothing. I wear colored fur. I wear elaborate clothing. I don't really care. I guess you could... A lot of people say I come off flashy. I've always been like that, but I might not always be the most bold in speaking out on how I feel. Maybe I used to be and then I kind of reverted back and I need to find that happy medium. But I learned this year, you have to speak up because it's just going to continue. What you allow will continue unless you make a change. If you continue to do the same thing over and over again, you are going to get the same result. And that is not work. That is life in general. If we want to change the way we, you know, think or the way we approach our day and we continue to go through the same pattern and wonder why we're so tired or wonder why we're not getting things done or we're not as productive or why some people can wake up at five in the morning and work out at six and we wake up at 10. We can't wonder why that's because we're doing the same thing over. 
change is good. People that know me know that I moved around a lot as a child. And that was a lot of change that I don't think that I actually understood how to process at the time. Like literally, it was hard for me to process many times. Because I felt like, oh, okay, I always have to be the new girl. So I always put on this act, in a sense. And I think now I've learned who I am. Well, I know. I know who the hell I am. (laughs) If you know me, you love me. If you don't love me, you know me. And you probably, I hope you respect me. But it's, you have to get to a point where you speak up. Speak up. And if people don't want to listen, leave. Leave. Read the fine lines on contracts and leave. That's all I have to say. Because if you, you know, we live in a world where people are replaceable. So you're not replaceable. I'm not replaceable. Hell no. I always say some days I want to clone myself. I'm like, oh, Lord, we couldn't even have a clone of me. That'd be too much. It would be helpful at times, but too much. We're all here and we all have gifts. So when you find your gift, it might be different than when you think it is. As you get older, it's really weird. Even me this year, I I see my gifts and I see things that I didn't know before. So I'm thankful for all of the crap that I went through this year because I now see my talent. I truly believe that I'm more confident than ever in this business and in myself that I can be the best I can be moving forward. So I'm thankful for those dark times. I'll tell a quick story. The NFL draft did not go the way that... I thought it would. I was still processing the things that happened beforehand, the if it seems too good to be true scenario, as well as the talk yourself into it scenario, as well as recovering from a really bad bout of COVID. I sat in a room in my parents' house because I had a friend of mine staying with me that's a new agent And I literally was in the fetal position crying for like an hour in the dark. And then I got out and I said, you know what? I can't. This is not, no, this is not me. I can't. I felt what I had to feel. And I'm not, we're not going to, we're not going to do this again. And it was nothing to do with what happened during the draft. It was the months leading up. It was that feeling mad at myself about the, you should have known about if it's too good to be true Sam or you should have known you shouldn't have done what you did because you had to talk yourself into it so much with this this and this scenario but you know what I let it go I let it go and I'm really living in a positive space I do have a temper you know that and I might not be the most approachable person but If I didn't go through this year and learn those lessons within this 12-month period, I would not be nowhere near I'm at today. And I don't know. Like, if I really didn't pull myself out of that, I don't know if I would have continued to be where I'm at. And 
what came in the dark is a client in LA that plays for the Rams that I'm going to see tomorrow. It's business partners that are like little brothers and brothers to me. It's new mentors, it's new partners, it's clients that are there and genuinely value me because they see me. So all the negatives, I let that kind of come across me too much, right? I let it take over. Never again. We're going to let it go. We learn and that's it. So hopefully, I hope, hope, hope that some people can take this talk and take something from it. I know I said there were six. This has been something that I've said from day one, but keep showing up. What does that mean? It doesn't mean keep showing up to the combine. It doesn't mean keep showing up to school or to class or to work. Keep showing up every single day. Get yourself up. Find something you like to do and feel good about it. And if you don't find it immediately, it's okay. But keep trying. Keep showing up. And the smallest things are huge because in life you're going to learn the small things are the big things it's always the big things you don't get to the big accomplishments without the small stepping stones without the small things without the everyday you don't get there but we forget about that right we're like oh i'm not making this amount of money but you look back and you're like oh shit i'm doing so much better than i was last year The small things. And that's because you keep showing up. And I'm telling you, I've struggled. I have. But I live by that. I'm going to get it tattooed on my bicep. I'm going to with a tiger. But keep showing up. And we are going to take this into 2023 and be so successful. And I appreciate everyone who supports me. I appreciate everyone who doubts me. I appreciate everybody who has fired me. I appreciate everyone who's hired me. And my friends, my family, everyone, my listeners, my supporters, the DMs I get, my students. Like, the the hats I wear are so rewarding. Even though y'all give me great hair that my balayage doesn't cover, I love you. And Happy New Year, everyone. I cannot wait to celebrate. Uh, Not tonight, because I have to go to sleep and get your red eye to LA tomorrow. But Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Happy Capricorn season, if you know, you know. And be sure to tune in to all my future episodes of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network, presented by Ben Online.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.